0: Welcome to the Business Behind the Scene podcast with Francesca Moy, where we talk all about real business problems, real solutions, and getting actual results in business. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Business Behind the Scene. I love this episode because we're talking about Literally, raw, raw mistakes that I have made in business and awfully by me sharing your mistakes, you either resonate with it or I'm thinking, oh no, that hasn't happened to me again. And when it comes to you, you're going to go, oh, I remember this story from Francesca. Let's make sure that I don't make the same mistakes. Or you're not going to trust me and you're going to go ahead and make the mistake and then say, oh, Francesca, did you tell me? (laughs) Up to you. You can choose and decide to take any of these mistakes and act on it and stop them from happening to you. Or you can keep making a mistake. It's really totally up to you. I know you love it. You get at least, you know, to choose if you want to go ahead. And by the way, when I say mistakes in business... The truth is there is no such a thing as right or wrong because every single mistake, every single decision, everything that I have done right or wrong until now got me to where I am at, you know, a $1.7 million business that is, you know, going, growing and, and feeding lots of families and, and uh, including mine and it's working and it's, giving us a massive um massive 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 um lifestyle is giving us lots of contribution is helping us to give more into the world and um so much more so a hundred percent a hundred percent if you are making a mistake don't feel bad don't feel sorry for yourself feel proud and happy to make those mistakes because they're all meant to be I strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. And pretty much I see every mistake or every decision um, of the business. So I see the business as like a big puzzle, right? So imagine that you are, making this puzzle and you have all these pieces and you just don't know which one to put where and there's some pieces that they look difficult to put so you just leave them last right (laughs) but those pieces that are difficult to put are the ones that probably are the mistakes in business right and those pieces are the ones that we try to avoid but they're inevitable because once you put them in the puzzle they will actually help to have the contrast right to have everything in the puzzle that makes sense right so Allow it, on it, let mistakes in, let that piece of the puzzle go in the puzzle, even if you're terrified, even if it's scary, even if you know looks like it's going to break the whole puzzle apart. Just trust, 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 and keep going. Now, one of the biggest things that I um, wouldn't like, well, actually, you know what? While I was doing this mistake, I knew I was doing it. <laughs> but, the pain so there's you know in business we make decisions from um, avoiding pain or you know going for pleasure but we never make a decision we hardly make a decision to have um, pleasure long term we want to p- make pleasure now so if something gives us give us pleasure straight away then we choose it um, which sometimes it will give us pain long term but we don't see that in the right moment so for example finance was something that to me was very painful i didn't want to look after finance i just wanted to delegate it and give it to someone else that is an expert at finance and never look at it and that is not really what a ceo does by the way but i was so much in denial. I didn't want to talk to people that knew about money because usually people that knew about money would make me do budgets and make me do things that I didn't want to do because I wanted to be free to spend my money however I wanted. And freedom in spending money is having a budget so that you can be free to spend money however you want without going bankrupt, by the way. But I didn't know that. And well, I didn't know, but I pretended I didn't know. And I (laughs) kept passing that ball is like you know when you do that game that the ball is like fire and you just keep passing the ball because you don't want to hold it and I kept doing that with finances I kept throwing the ball at accountants and bookkeepers and then I keep blaming them for not having my finances on play in place and then I kept taking the ball away from them and throw it to someone else and say you take care of this ball and all the other finances ball that all these people ruined for me and just do it without asking me any questions without interrupting my flow because that is not what makes me shine <laughs> and obviously that didn't work because if you pass something on I mean you're the CEO of the company like you are running a company it doesn't matter if it's a small business if it's one person sure it doesn't matter you're still building an empire and as someone that's building an empire, are you thinking long term? Are you pretty much, if you're not a company yet, what are you waiting for? A lot of people that I meet, they are avoiding to get to over $75,000 a income a year so they don't have to pay taxes or GST. It's like, come on imagine like if you can take your business to 100k that means you are paying GST, that means that you are successful that means that you have got to the you know 100k mark and that means that now they've done to 100k you can make easily 500 or 600 or 700 or a million right if you've done 100k you can do it all so stop being afraid of paying GST just because you don't understand it a lot of people make the decision They say, oh, I don't want to do bus every three months. And so I'm, I'm avoiding to make it over 70, $75,000 a year, which is completely ridiculous to me because you know the amount of people that you can help by achieving over 75000 You know how many more clients you could change your lives, So you know how many people you can really, really impact by not making it about you. It's fascinating how many of us will make it about us. We're, oh, I don't want to do that. So therefore, I'm not going to help as many people as I can because so I don't pay taxes. Like, really? Legit. I mean, this was never my mis- my problem, my mistake, because I actually registered to GST way before, um, you know, I I had to. And um, and it's, well, actually, it was fascinating because I wasn't really um, listening to what accounting were suggesting to me and so yeah it was a bit interesting how everything happened but from the moment that I have registered for a company my business exploded people cannot actually search for you um you know to if you have a company or not so it's like you know don't avoid all I'm saying to you is don't avoid it I am not an accountant so I'm not suggesting to you to make more seventy five thousand or or to open a company. I'd suggest that you go and see as someone that is knows what they're talking about and ask them for what's the best for your situation. But listen to them. Like I didn't do that. I didn't do that and so I'm asking you to just listen to them and don't be afraid of paying tax or or GST. Um just allow it. Allow it allow it embrace it and be grateful. Now, the other mistake that I made is that I didn't think I was a good boss. I didn't think I was a good leader, I didn't think I had the skills and the patience to teach people so I kept avoiding it and I kept looking for a CEO if you um, heard me talking on Facebook lives in the past I kept saying I need a CEO I need someone that can look after this for me so I can travel I can concentrate what I'm good at which is speaking teaching delivering coaching and don't have to look after the business and that was a big mistake because there is nobody can can be a better CEO than myself, and I have now realized it. So I'm not looking for a CEO anymore. I'm looking for managers for each, um, uh, you know, different department. But I am the CEO. I have to oversee. I have to know about everything uh, that is going on. I'm gonna have meetings with the managers, and that is all we need to know. Um, and that is something that. I was again it was a ball that I was trying to push away and give to someone else and that created a lot of trouble in the business that created a lot of miscommunication created a lot of um, different cultures because the CEO that I was hiring they were not aligned with my bigger vision and they were making their business in my business and that doesn't work it didn't work uh, it was actually probably slowed down my business for about Um, A year or so maybe a year and a half Um, and that was because I was trying to hide behind a a CEO because I thought I didn't want to do things that I didn't like and guess what the reality check is as business owners we have the immense uh, joy of changing people's lives the joy of be able to do what we want when we want the joy to have our own business the joy to have our own finances the joy to create our own freedom However, you also need to embrace things that we don't like and spend some of our time doing things that we don't like to be able to have the freedom, the lifestyle, everything that we really want. So yes, we are we create our own reality and we need to do things that we don't like at times as well. When I got to the million dollar business, that was the biggest mistake I have done. It's like if I like climbed this massive mountain and then finally I got to the top and said, Hallelujah. I got here. I got here. I got to the top of the mountain. I am at the top of the mountain. I'm excited about this. This is the best. This is it. I am staying here. I'm going to put my tent. I'm going to build it. I'm going to stay here. Nobody is going to move me from the top of this mountain. And then people were coming flying by and they say, hey, do you know there is a higher mountain that you can climb? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm staying here. (laughs) Nobody will move me from this mountain. You know, the amount of hard work that I did in the past to get me here, then shut up. I'm staying here. I'm not moving anywhere. I'm not doing it. And No matter what you say, I'm going to stay here that was total avoidance i knew there was a next level i knew i could i was capable of the next level i knew there was more i knew i could help more people i knew i could make a difference to a even even bigger number of people but i didn't want to do the work i just wanted to stay celebrate relax take a chill pill and enjoy the hard work that i did and i wasn't willing to grow anymore but you know like everything when you stop growing you die. Anything, any any human being, anything that is a being, if it stops growing, it would die. And so I had to get over myself and my fear of losing that, you know, um, spot and the top of the mountain to risk it all and go into the next and climb, climb a bigger mountain. And when you do climb a bigger mountain, you have to start from scratch. You can't really start from you know the same level that you're at. You have to go back down to go back up. And I wasn't willing to do that. I was in so much denial. <laughs> I was in so much fear of having to start again. But the thing is, you start again, but you start again at a different level of your mindset. That was the difference. You still have to do the work. You still have to go back to the bottom and do the whole thing. But the first you know the, the second time around that you do it it's just so much faster to go to the same level right so much faster and so you just have to take the leap of faith and I didn't it took me way too long when I got to the middle of business I was hanging on to it like there's no tomorrow like right? I didn't want anyone to push me away um, or pull me away or distract me from I uh, have achieved my goal I wanted to stay there so have you I've achieved the goal and then you decided to, okay, now that's it. I'm going to stay here. I worked so hard. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm never going to do anything again. But the thing is, if you don't, what are you missing out on? What other things could you have done that you're not doing that would bring you success? Another huge mistake that I made was I stopped walking my talk. I started, I was teaching social media. I was teaching things that eventually I stopped doing because I thought, oh, now that I'm at this level, I don't have to do all those things, right? I don't have to do all the things that I teach. Only the people that are new in business have to do all those things. And I couldn't be more wrong. Like that was wrong. That was the biggest mistake because by me, stop working my talk, people stopped trusting me. People stop, you know, believing that what I had was what they had to do, what I was teaching what what they had to do. This was like, well, if she doesn't do it, why would I have to do it? So I had to be humble enough to go back and do things that I didn't enjoy as much that I was doing for years that I wish that someone else would do it for me. And I had to do them and to show my audience that I was walking my talk. And so in Stop Walking My Talk, one of the things that I stopped doing was nurturing my, my followers, my people that are raving fans, people that they are um, truly, um, you know, want to get everything and listen to everything I do and most likely not willing and keen, keen to give me any money for it. But those are the people that we need to nurture the most. I call those people the Marias. I don't know if you have ever heard me talk about the Marias, but if you have ever been to Italy, you would know. Outside of a restaurant, there are all these ladies that are elderly ladies that are sit outside a bar and they are chatting, they are doing all the things, they know everybody in town, and you would know. That are the maria's because they literally know everything about everyone and if you go and ask them which one is the best restaurant in town they will know they will know exactly who is the best restaurant in town why two reasons First and foremost is because the owner of that restaurant brings them best food every day. Every day, he brings them a new recipe, something that is cooked, and he goes, hey Marias, try try this on. And the Marias go, oh my goodness, Franco, this is the best meal ever. Hey, give me the recipe, would you please, I would love to cook this for my husband. And Franco will say, of course, of course, Maria, here is a recipe, take it, try it, let me know how you go. And the Marias love him. So that's the reason why. They know that it's the best restaurant in town because they have tried every single dish <laughs> in his menu, and also because that restaurant is the fullest in town every single day. And so the Marias are watching and they're seeing around and they go, "Wow, Franco's restaurant is always the biggest, They're always the fullest. So the Marias, in your business, who are they? Are you nurturing your Maria's? Are you looking after those clients that most likely will never pay you? Or are you just waiting for the right client? The right client will never see you until you have enough Marias that talk about you. Listen to this again. The right client will never see you until there is enough Marias, enough raving fans, enough followers that they are raving about you. And that was my biggest mistake is that I have nurtured the Marias for years and then all of a sudden I forgot about them. All of a sudden, I was too good for the Marias. All of a sudden, I stopped doing all my free stuff like I used to. And then it wasn't because I was full of myself necessarily. It was more because I was stuck doing things in the business like, you know, managing my team, um, creating procedures and, and, you know, uh, doing finance meetings and all the things that I really didn't want to do. I was now finally doing and I couldn't stop doing that. But I did. I stopped nurturing my marias and that means that when you forget about your followers, your business will slow down because the right people stop finding you. The only reason why the right clients come to you ready to buy is because they've seen enough momentum, they've seen enough following, they've seen enough likes and comments, they've seen and heard enough from you, not necessarily from clients, but also from people that have heard about you but never bought from you. Think about this. If you put a post on social media saying, hey guys, I'm looking for an expert in digital marketing, you will see thousands of people tagging other people and commenting and and suggesting. And then you go and say, hey, have you worked with this person that you're suggesting? Most people will say, no, I haven't, but I heard so much about them. When I've got the money, I'll work for them, right? So you, you you will have a guarantee that people will talk about you if you let them. And I, when I stopped the nurturing my marias, that's when I went back to invisible. When I back, went back to invisible, it was so hard and so lonely to go back on social media. I was terrified. Now my reputation, now what if, now what that. And I know that because a lot of my clients go back to invisible and it's so much harder to stand back up when you are invisible than when you have the momentum. So I strongly recommend you to not go back to invisible. Always be active. Always do something because it's easier to keep the momentum going than start from scratch. So when I got from invisible to invincible and now I was finally invincible and everybody knew about me, everybody knew who Francesca Moy was, now was that when my reputation was so important to me. And a lot of people come to me that have been done corporate and done lots of um, you know successful things in their lives, and now they are so wrapped up and worry about their reputation. And guess what? Nothing, nothing can ruin my reputation. Nothing can ruin your reputation. There is people out there that say really awful stuff about me. Does it matter? Does not let that stop me from helping people? Tony Robbins get people tried to take him down. I was literally reading this morning an article about Tony and people saying, you know, it's, uh, he's charging this much to walk on fire or something like that. And it's like, he's been doing this for 35 years, so successfully. And if he's got trolls, if he's got people that talk negatively about him, does it really, do you really think that your reputation is on the line? Do you really think that anything can take you down? Nothing can take us down. But our mindset. Nothing and no one can take you down by your mindset. So you need to keep working on that because I've seen my own mindset trying to make me worry about my reputation until I realized that there was a trap and I didn't fall into it. Thank goodness, I nearly fell into the reputation trap and I didn't. By the way, I'm running my third book and it's the hardest book to write. Why? Because the other two books were so successful then now I'm terrified. What if this one is not as good? What if people read it and they don't like it as much? What if I don't get as many comments as I got for the first book? The first book was so good. Everybody talks about the first book. Can you imagine? When I wrote my first book, I didn't even care what people thought about the book. I just wanted to be an author. (laughs) And now that I'm an author, all I care is to maintain my reputation as a good author fascinating, isn't it? By the way, the book is coming out and it's called Invisible to Invincible. So make sure you grab a copy of it. I love that because it's going to be an amazing book, by the way, (laughs) just so you know. Um, The other thing that I have done at the beginning, especially of the business, I was a bit scattered and I was very disorganized. And one of the best things I could have done is stop to follow the next shiny object, focus on one thing on my my, um, funnel and nail that one thing, get organized with it, get a procedure in place, do everything I need to do to make that successful. So... What a mistake that you are making that you know that you could avoid. What are the mistakes in your business that you know that you could avoid that would take you further, faster? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get there. No matter what, no matter how many mistakes you do, you're still going to get there. The only thing that mistakes might do is to slow down your process. That's all. That's all. And what if you could do that in life? What if you could believe in life that everything you do every decision you make every mistake you go through it doesn't matter because the only thing the worst thing that can happen is they're gonna take a little bit longer to get to your goal but you're still gonna get there what if you knew that how much more confident would you be in making decisions how much more pleasure would you have in making decisions in your business how much more resilience would you have if you knew that nothing can take you down? Remember, always think when you make a decision in business, always think about what is the worst case scenario and what is the best, best case scenario. And remember that the worst case scenario is not reaching the best case scenario. So taking risk will take you closer to your success. So go ahead, my friends, and take risk enjoy the path, enjoy the journey, make mistakes, learn from them and take your business to the next level. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you have to come check out the Entrepreneur's Abundance Mindset Mastermind. It's my monthly mastermind when you get to spend time with me, where we take all this material, we apply it, we study it, and so we can take your business to a whole new level. So just go to the Francesca Moy, The Meetup Queen Facebook business page, and then just send me a message, and you'll be able to choose the option EAM Mastermind. I would love to have you join me there, and I'll see you next week.